2: The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network.
3: Look out. He's got some room. He's got some speed. And he's got the end zone at his side. Got it. Touchdown.
2: this is duck insider on the oregon img sports network presented by on point community credit union better banking local solutions time now for your daily dose of oregon athletics here's your host joey mack
4: Thank you, and welcome inside the Casanova Center for Duck Insider today, Joey Mack. And joining me to my left is the voice of the Ducks. He's Jerry Allen, and he's here to tell us our keys to the season. That's right. It's our keys to the season brought to you by the University of Oregon Alumni Association. We were kind of half-joking, not all that long ago, really, that the... Crazy thing is we we always go through our keys to the game and then we thought to ourselves, Well, shoot, what do we do when it's not game week? Yeah. <laughs> and so we, we said And so we said, Hey, I, I think that maybe today we should uh get things ready for the season, so Let's do that. Our keys to the game, or keys to the season, I should say, brought to you by the University of Oregon Alumni Association. Kick things off today. We'll have Matt Preem join us from 24-7 Sports, also of uh, Preem's barbecue fame. Yes, we do have some barbecue talk for you coming up. And today, uh, the Ducks going through a little bit more of a lighter walkthrough, running through some plays. It's it's that time of camp where you're getting some to the walkthrough phase, I guess, is is the way that I'll put it. We'll also hear from running backs coach Jim Mastro, we'll try to get to offensive line coach Alex Mirabal, Dante Williams, cornerbacks coach met with the media today, as did Ugo Chuku amadi and it's almost game week. We are eight days away from kickoff at Autzen Stadium, and we begin with Jerry Allen. What are you thinking right now?
3: Well, I'm thinking it's just, you know, it's it's finished the polish job on the car. You've waxed the whole car or the truck, and uh, now it's time to go back over and just touch up some of the spots, take off some of the wax that you got on the chrome, just make it look perfect. And I think that's what Oregon's doing right now. They're polishing up. And, and Joe, I think we've noticed, too, in the last week. Uh, a more polished team uh, catching more balls guys seem to be in the right place coaches not stopping practice changing things or getting on guys I think they are in that mode of it's time to play somebody else because they're ready in fact I asked Ugo that today Uh, and I love to ask coaches that and players if all of a sudden they said guys we made a mistake you have to play today would you be ready he said beyond a shadow definitely
4: I asked uh, Khalif Halasi today, one of the guys that figures as a freshman to potentially be playing as the Ducks are planning to get that organizational chart ready by Monday. That's that's the anticipation anyway. It's game week, so hopefully the Ducks will have everything situated for that Monday organizational chart. But remember, Jerry, it's not a depth chart. I know. It's not a depth chart. been reminded of that many times. It's an organizational yes.
3: chart. It's magnets on a board that can move very quickly. Yeah.
4: University of Oregon Alumni Association bringing you the keys to the season. Um, you know it's so fascinating every time I look up and down a roster I think okay you need that guy to have a good year you need that guy to have a good year and more often than not if they have a good year it usually means if they're healthy doesn't it
3: yeah it really does I mean if guys stay healthy the ones that we know uh stay healthy what they call the keys I mean Justin Herbert is a key although we feel much better this year about Oregon's backups at that quarterback position but Troy Dye I mean um you know Big fat Mac in the middle there. That guy stays healthy and, you know, you don't replace him that easily. So, health is a key. And, Joe, I think I mentioned this to you earlier. It's a top 25 team in the nation that is in a position to withstand very many key injuries. So, everybody's facing the same thing. Stay healthy. Have a good year. It's
4: a really good point. I mean, there really aren't very many teams around the country, if if any, that can avoid uh, injuries and then still have a successful season unless you've got guys that are just chomping at the bit Right, I mean, it, it's amazing the way that injuries can really impact a season. What are some of your other keys, though, to a successful Oregon season? I mean, are there are there maybe even some games that you're kind of like those are games that for Oregon to have a quote unquote successful season? They got to win those ones.
3: Well, I'm gonna look, I'm going to look at a key and say the first three games are key from this standpoint. I think Oregon's got to go into those first three games as if they're facing Stanford, UCLA, Washington. You know, Alabama, th- those are big games. Go in and don't, don't go in light or soft or just trying to take care of business. Go in and show in game one, two, and three that you're ready to exert your will on anybody, whatever the name of the school is or whatever color they're wearing. Because when that fourth game comes up with Stanford, if you have not prepared yourself in those first three games, Stanford's going to come in and, and drill you. So to me,
4: that's a key. Play in the first three games like you're playing a top ten team. I think developing depth is going to be really important for this Oregon team, particularly in those first three contests. You do have to play it like you're playing anybody, and then on a perfect world if you do that, you probably have a lead, and you're going to be able to develop some of that depth. I think that depth, speaking of injuries, I think it's going to be a really, really important key to Oregon's season for a multitude of reasons, and particularly maybe the most important to me is along the offensive and defensive line. We heard from Coach Cristobal last season, and even heading into this season, that it was under the direction of the previous head coach that they did not want to utilize multiple offensive Linemen. Coach Chris Ball saying, no, I want to use eight, nine, ten guys. I think that the same can be said on the defensive side. You always need some guys that can rotate through. And I think football is evolving so much more and more to be a situational kind of game. You need guys that fit different spots. I'm talking a a Lamar Winston, for example. That guy coming off the edge, he's going to wreak havoc on quarterbacks. Justin Hollins, Jalen Jelks, their versatility. I think on the defensive side, particularly up front, you need some of those rotation guys, and on the defensive line, that's going to be a key. They need some depth there.
3: Yeah, they do, and that depth uh, means that they can rotate almost platoon—not definitely platoon—but give those front line guys or quote starters uh, a break once in a while. Let them get out, let them get a, get a breath, and then th- that pays dividends late in the ball game when you've got guys. Now, I'm, Oregon's defense—I'll just say this about Oregon's organizational chart when the season started there were a lot of questions about who's going to be that defensive backup uh, who's going to play in the secondary who's going to be the linebackers that fill in there's really only one spot for me that i'm a little bit concerned about i'm not i'm concerned not even concerned joe i think everybody in that two deep is capable of being a starter or playing extensive minutes i really do uh what i'm wondering about is the third guy That third guy, when somebody goes down Mm -hmm. and you still have to rotate those two guys, which you're going to have to do if somebody goes down, who's that third guy going to
4: be to step in and give them some important minutes? I think it's a good point. And depth is always so, so important. What are some of your other keys? Anything else that jumps out at you as you get ready for for game week? We're eight days away from kickoff at Austin, Jay. You
3: know, we're waiting to see who's going to be the receiver. I mean, uh, who's that guy going to be? For me? I'm just a Brendan schooler guy, I, I know I, I you know I have been i maybe it's the long hair I don't know. maybe I wish I had that long hair, maybe I wish I had more hair, but thank you, thank you very much, but I think Brendan schooler is kind of a one of those guys that that probably Justin Herbert will feel good about if he has to have a short yard reception, that he can go to Brendan Schooler. He's going to find a way to get open, get the ball close to him. He's got the hands. Tamari Hines is is a surprise, stepping up, and I think he's going to play a a lot of minutes. So I want to see who the one or two receivers are beyond the tight ends. Tight ends, Oregon may have one of the best groups of tight ends. I don't want to say they've ever had because they've had some good ones, but three guys that are really going to play a lot
4: of men. it's certainly a deep group it is a deep end. group. coach crystal balls talked about how man they feel really good about that tight end position yeah for me a wide receiver that is interesting i i think you feel pretty good with dylan mitchell you, you you've seen what johnny johnson can do sure for me it really does just come down to in that position in particular what where, where is that third guy you know brandon schooler is going to fit in tabari hines where does jalen Red? Fit in here you know does Jalen Red make that big step forward can he be that slot guy I think there's a lot of youth on this team and that's true every year you always get some guys that it's like hey a youthful guy that can make a, a big impression I think that you've got a lot of those guys particularly at the skill positions on offense and also in the secondary on defense you know I know we kind of come through the whole team here to open up the show today but I think that you do have a lot of youth at those positions that can go a long way, but it's still youth, and there's going to be some mistakes, you would think, at least with some of that youth. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, that,
3: and that's where the leadership comes in, particularly the defensive side. With Ugo Amadi in that secondary, talked to him today about that. I asked him, I said, when did you realize that you needed to step up and become a leader, be more vocal and lead that defense uh, or this team in general, he said, when Royce left? <laughs> That was his answer. When Royce left, I knew I needed to be a guy. So he's really critical in that secondary. He can get guys in position, particularly the young guys, and and that's important. And I think we're going to see some young guys. I think we're going to see some true freshmen play, I'm not going to say significant minutes, but be given an opportunity I would agree. to play significant minutes. And I yeah. think before the end of the year, we'll have maybe two or three freshmen that end up being a, a big part of this football team.
4: Javon Holland might be one of them oh, in the secondary. Talking about the secondary. I mean, I don't secondary, I mean yeah. you, don't, you don't get number eight around here. Without uh, being pretty I know. Good. I requested it. I got turned down. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. He's Jerry Allen. He's the voice <laughs> of the Ducks. And it's our keys to the season brought to you by the University of Oregon Alumni Association. Support the UO and enjoy some great rewards by becoming a member of the UO Alumni Association at uoalumni.com backslash join. Enjoy your final weekend before it's game week, buddy. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm owning up on Bowling Green right now. I'm I'm just starting into that. So. Yeah,
3: action, baby, action, Jerry, uh, action, <laughs> <Mac-tion. laughs> uh, um They're going to come in like Oregon used to come in, and that is an underdog given not much respect by the media or anybody else, and want to take a bite. So you, you know, I remember the years when Oregon wasn't supposed to be very good. The Falcons and like to throw it around, Jerry. Oh, they do, but, you know, they had a couple of tough years, but they've had a really good recruiting class. The last two years, their recruiting class, the Mac, has been up in the top three, so they got some talent coming in, and that's why I said Oregon's got to be running these first three, particularly this game, to come out. And don't care what the name of the opponent is, what color they're wearing,
4: play them like they're playing a top ten game. Bowling Green, 5 o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. Woo, it's almost here. Next Saturday, that is. It's a All week right. away. It's a week away. We got lots more to talk about you got, on the show you today. Got food.
3: Is Matt bringing food
4: in? I really hope he is. I, I don't know. Matt Preem from 24-7 Sports Duck Territory is coming up. We're going to talk a little recruiting with Mr. Preem. Oh, he's good. His thoughts on the season. Uh, he's a radio guy, too. He is a radio guy. I think he's a radio guy at heart. I was going to ask him that question. Full-service media man. Yeah, that's right. Full-service media man. Modern media man. Modern media man. Yeah, He's Jerry Allen. He's the voice of the Ducks. Thanks for coming in doing our cheats of the season. Also, by the way, our uh, River Pig Saloon picks are coming up. We're close, ladies and gentlemen, to Jorgie finishing in dead last for the fifth consecutive season. (laughs) We will see if that does happen. Our picks will resume next Friday. Brought to you by the River Pig Fan Zone, the game day tailgate with live music and a beer garden located directly behind Pat Bay Field. They bring you our weekend pick, says, we actually have a Thursday game to pick next week. Utah and Weber. Who Who you taking? Oh, I'm going to have to do some studying. that. I'm not real sure. Real tough one yeah, on it's that a tough one, one. <laughs> for the Utes. Real <laughs> tough one. He's Jerry Allen. We say so long. Thanks again. You bet you, Coming up next, Matt Preem is going to join us. We'll talk some barbecue. We're going to talk a few other things as well with Matt Preem for 24-7 Sports after this on the Oregon IMG Sports Network.
3: Good night, Jerry. Hey, will you hand me a bag? Here's another can.
1: The founder of the Boy Scouts of America said the real way to gain happiness is to give it to others. Scouts here in Eugene are doing just that with Bottle Drop Give. The money they earn from collecting bottles and cans at football tailgates pays for scout trips and training. So do twice the good. Recycle your empties and donate your refund to a nonprofit like the Boy Scouts. Bottle Drop
5: Give. When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And OnPoint Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. OnPoint is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at OnPointCU.com. Betterly insured by NCUA Equal Opportunity Lender.
2: Don't go anywhere. Duck Insider continues after these messages on the Oregon IMG Sports Network.
5: On the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic. Safe. Safe.
6: learning the lingo
7: hundo p
2: hundo p adjective short for being 100 percent sure or certain as in if we get a puppy i'll hundo p always walk it
6: you don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same visit adoptuskids.org. brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services adopt us kids and the ad council
4: Back inside the second floor studio here in the Casanova Center, and I'm glad that our next guest was able to find us. It's been an ongoing problem. We've had to really explain where the new studio is. It used to just be find us in the duck store. I'm the loud one in the front of the lobby.
8: Now, could you hear me in the hall? I had to crack the door open. Okay, that's but good. I, but my days in radio, there was the sign, you know, "Silence Live On Air." Sure, that was a, a clear indicator of where I needed to go.
4: Good. He's Matt Preem, and I I said that I was going to ask you this before you came on. Um, Matt Preem of Twenty Four Seven Sports and DuckTerritory fame, your resident recruiting guru. Anytime uh, we have some recruiting news, remember on this show because of our connection to the athletic department, we can't go breaking down recruits till they actually sign that letter of intent and they sign that dotted line. However, that does not stop guys like Matt Preem <laughs> from doing so. And so I always direct people yeah, to Matt book Preem on my side. Yeah, that's right, and that's uh, that's kind of where the recruiting is taken off. We're about that a little bit, but sure. I said that at heart you're a radio guy, is yes. that true
8: um I, for about eight years I was yeah, absolutely and you know well I, I like getting into radio it's fun.
4: Can I just call you the modern media man you sure. do some video I do, do some podcasts. multimedia yeah, that really is where everything's going, isn't it?
8: yeah you have to be uh, multi-dimensional in this industry now you can't be specifically good at one thing uh, you've got to do it all
4: so you can't just be good at recruiting.
8: No, Dang. absolutely not,
4: so your job's changed over the years,
8: yeah, I mean, recruiting in general has changed. I mean, you used to like i I work for a site that sells subscriptions mm-hmm. you used to be able to sell a subscription or you know get a subscription sold because you had a, a scholarship offer that you knew about that would be forty eight hours old sure nowadays you you can't you can't sell one subscription off of a scholarship offer because everything has changed drastically with. I think for the better too. You know, the athletes they have their own personal brands and mm-hmm. they promote themselves more, and that's kind of how now offers go out. You know, there's still guys that you know don't put everything out there, and we report it when they tell us. But you know, for the most part, yeah, it, it's drastically changed.
4: Social media has really been a big reason for that, right? Absolutely. That's been a catalyst for the evolving yeah,
8: recruiting. Yeah, I mean, at first it was Twitter, and now it's morphing over to Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of be becoming the. How's your Instagram game? <laughs> Upping its uh, level? Trying to up its level. Good. You know, it's a sign of me getting old. Good. Another platform having to figure out. You can't call yourself old yet. No. But when I, you know, I'm not as hip as 17, 18-year-old kids anymore. Don't tell your shoe collection that. Yeah.
4: I think true. that it looks, how big is the shoe collection now?
8: Oh, I went to Nike's employee store. I got I got special access into that okay. about a month okay. ago, and I bought three pairs. So it's it's probably upwards of 20 right and now. And do you
4: still have a wedding band on your left hand?
8: Yes, yes I yes. do. <laughs> Amaz- amazing enough, yeah. I, 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 I took her. That's probably what helped.
4: Oh, that that's a smart man. That's yeah, a smart I, man.
8: I only bring her when I when I get in, into there.
4: That's good. That's smart. He's Matt Preem. He is uh, the recruiting guru around these parts. At DuckTerritory.com, 24-7 sports, the entire network. You can find him on Twitter at PreemMR2. 4-7. and uh, we will talk barbecue later on yeah. in the show. We always <laughs> daily food do. Always reference. We always have a daily food reference. <laughs> uh, we we may have rated the at BBQ Twitter account.
8: You may have rated it. I may have. Um, I, I've been. Sla- I have to admit, I have been slacking on that one this off season. I, I haven't barbecued as much as I wanted to. See, I already know where you're going. It's not. It's not been. At its best this summer.
4: That, that's not what I was going to bring up. I, I was just going to show off a little bit. I mean, okay. Our director Geo may even have them uh, ready to go. We 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 did get some BBQ pictures for okay. those of you that are watching on the Facebook stream. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, I can say from personal experience that the barbecue is excellent. So I mean, this I, is this has to be like your second job now, right? I mean, you
8: know, yeah. It, it's getting there. Um, does it
4: still feel? Does it feel like a job, or is it no, fun still? It's
8: still fun. Okay, that's good. Um, it, it's it probably never will feel like a job. Um, I've this summer has just been a bad summer for me to get it done because mm-hmm. I've actually turned down a lot of people this summer. Really? Um, for for you know, catering stuff. I actually actually had a guy ask me if I could cater his tailgate for the Portland State game, and I was wow. like, but he's like, I'm like, dude, you know what I do You're for, working for a, a, living, a right? day job, right? Like, I can't yeah. really swing that one for you.
4: Well, and I know, and, and I say on a personal note, uh, I'm glad to see you that your son is doing well. I appreciate that. We have not had Matt on the show since, uh, we, and we did talk about it on the show last year, a, I'll say, horrific accident for the Preem family. And I have to say, uh, we even had a couple people, Matt, I got to tell you, that asked on the Facebook stream, how's really? he doing? And so, I'm glad to see that everything is going well, and I know that it's been an emotional time, so thanks for getting <laughs> yeah. through it, man. We're uh, all, we all thought about you for a long time.
8: I appreciate that. It's As you can see on my face, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a tough subject um, to talk about, but he's he's outside. That's he's awesome.
4: He's good. That's awesome, man. Well, I just wanted to bring that up because everybody was asking on the Facebook stream, man, it's been an emotional time. So good luck to you and everybody else. Let's talk a little football so we can get back to the business and the barbecue and everything else. But, okay, your thoughts on Oregon football as we get ready for yet another season and what is the highest-rated recruiting class ever? How many of these freshmen do you think we're actually going to see on the field this year, man?
8: I actually did that today for the for our piece called the war room every friday we we kind of look at the insides of the football program and that was one of the topics i talked about and uh, i had oregon pegged around eight guys that are going to be true freshmen you you've got the graduate transfers and other newcomers and juco mm-hmm. guys that are going to see the field but you know, i think Sewell is a guy that you can instantly say you know who knows if he's going to start but the way people are talking you can basically say yeah that that's a dude that's going to play he has um, all the tools, man. Yeah, I mean, it, he's probably going to start, I would think. Um, Javon Holland is another one at safety. Kind of the same lines. You know, I, I don't think he's as much of a lock to start as Penne, but since we've you know we've been shut out of practice the last two days or three days, um, you know, but before that, we've seen him operating with the ones. Yeah,
4: and he is wearing number eight and after he is, all.
8: Now, I can test to that. Okay. okay. There was another guy that played with Marcus Mariota that, that wore the number eight, and he was a safety. And he was a safety, yeah. and he was on defense. Yeah. And so it's a big deal to wear the number if you're on offense. It's, it's a big deal regardless, but I think it's a bigger deal if you're an offensive player and you wear that number, I which agree is with yet you. which is yet to happen.
4: I agree with you. Which, which Javon is Holland is the second coming of Reggie Daniels, okay. is what you're saying.
8: <laughs> yes, apparently. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not trying to you know, discredit Marcus at, at all, because he's the greatest player ever to play here. But mm-hmm. a defensive player wearing the number is different than an offensive player in my book. You're right. You're absolutely in, right. In my book. But Javon, yes, number eight. And he is he is working with the first team it's in some formations. Um, I, I think another guy, Adrian Jackson, he's, you know, He's backing up Troy Die where, you know, he's obviously not going to, you know, surpass Troy Dye, um, But he could be a guy that gets on the field early and often and special teams, Travis Dye, special teams. You know, I, so I think there's going to be about eight guys, you know, maybe more. It kind of depends on, you know, if, if you have some, anywhere to knock on some wood injuries um, of where those happened and, yeah. and does Oregon have depth like at receiver, you know, what happens if a Brendan Schooler and a, Dimitri Burch and David Davis all go down with some kind of serious injury. That probably thrusts uh, Brian Addison and, and Isaiah Crocker into the mix to have to play, whether they're ready for it or not. Right. You know the offensive line: Stephen Jones and you know Dawson Jilomo and uh, Justin Johnson and Chris Randazzo. The other four freshmen, they're probably not going to play unless there's just a huge rash of injuries. Or as Mario Cristobal puts it, you know they're on the developmental squad and. You know, week six turns around, and all of a sudden, holy smokes, those guys—the light—the light has has turned on. Things have clicked,
4: and now that red shirt rule
8: changes that a little bit. Absolutely, and that's going to be what's really interesting for me is not who plays as as a true freshman because everyone's going to play. It's just how does Oregon figure out when to use a guy's one of his four games? Do they do it early in the season? Yeah. Do they just play three straight games against the non-con and? save one for an injury, or do they say, let's play in week one, let's play in week two, and then let's save him for conference play. Like, And and if an injury happens, like I go back to, I want to say it was like 2011, or yeah, 2011, um, Alex Balducci was set to redshirt. Yep. And I think it was like week nine. Cal. The Cal game, Buckner was hurt. Armstead was hurt. Taylor Hart was hurt. Uh, I think Wake Wade Liquebe was hurt as well. And they basically knew, though, that two of those four guys would be back the following week. You know, they just needed one more week of of rehab, and they had to burn Balducci's red shirt for that. Basically, that one game. One he game. he played. You know, five total games in the year, but the other four games he played just because. Well, we've already used them. Let's throw them out there now. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's that's where this rule is going to be awesome. To see happen, I I go back to like a Drew Davis as a true freshman in 2007, um, when injuries happened at the receiver spot in late October, early November, and they basically had to use him because everybody else got hurt. Yep. Now that's where that thing's going to come into play as a huge benefactor for players, and and then also just where do you pick and choose your spots to play?
4: I love it, and it's going to be fascinating to see around the country, and I imagine. That it's kind of changing recruiting landscaping a little bit. Yeah, right? everyone
8: can't say we're going to play freshman because everyone
4: will. Like, that's the thing. And that, how often do you hear from recruits that that's a oh, huge all the time. factor? Is that really
8: a, the biggest thing? All the time. For a lot of I recruits? mean, uh, wh- whether it's football or basketball, all the time. Guys talk about, you know, coaches are telling me I've got an opportunity to, to get on the field early and often. And Interesting. you know, every school is now going to be able to say that to an extent, and it's it's going to be, and it, then it will be really be a sign of who really means it and who doesn't because right. if if I'm a recruit and I hear a coach tell me hey we're going to get you on the field a ton as a true freshman and I only play four games that's kind of not what I was sold right
4: it's different it's going it, it, to flip the script thing. and it's
8: it's perfect for the player and I think it helps with coaches too of an understanding of because like there's some guys out there where maybe I'm, I'm just going to pick a guy you know Tyler Shuck let's just say. You know, a quarterback. You think he's he's progressing along enough to play, but you don't know for certain. Now you can throw him into a game situation find out. and find out. Yeah. Okay, wow, yeah, he's not ready. Or you throw him out there and everything clicks and everything runs smoothly, and you're like, this dude can ball. Let's let's get him out there even more.
4: Sure. He's Matt Preem. He is uh, the recruiting guru around these parts. <laughs> 24-7 Sports, the network, DuckTerritory.com. Uh, get your subscription. Keep up with all the recruiting news for the Ducks that unfortunately we can't really talk to you about here on the show very much. All right, your prediction for the season. What do you got for I us?
8: have them 10-2. Ten uh, and two, really? I, I was before John Wilner
4: today. Wow, when
8: you his news yeah, today, w-
4: Wilner does have of the Mercury News, a longtime Pac-12 writer. He's got the Ducks going well, and Go, I, I stomp. mean,
8: it's 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 funny because my prediction is the exact same as his. Okay, to the game, I have them losing two games on the road, at Utah, at at uh, Arizona, um, and then I have them beating both Washington and so Stanford. So you've got at them
4: home. losing to Arizona, even though the Ducks did the best job against Khalil Tate all year last season.
8: Yes. Okay. I look, games are going to happen. I still don't think that this team is where it was in 2014 where there's two or three games that in in a year where you're gonna go look they're gonna have you know they're gonna blast everybody and then there's really gonna be just two games a year that's gonna be a, a true struggle you know I don't think the talent is there enough yet to where they can just roll the ball out and say look our C plus game is better than your a-, a game we're just that much better you know, they're not there yet they're gonna have to you know execute at a high level every game. They're going to have to be healthy for a lot of these games. they you know, that they have might be depth. the biggest thing. And you know, look, Arizona State, that's a team last year they should have beaten, mm-hmm. you know, and they lost. And Justin I, Herbert was healthy. Justin Herbert was healthy in that game. And you know, I that's what I think Utah and I think that's what Arizona is going to be like for this team. I would love to be wrong. It it would be great for 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 my business, if if Oregon fans are, <laughs> are jacked up for a twelve and zero season or That's an eleven and one season, mine uh, too. By uh, the yes, way, yours, everybody, Everybody's yours, <laughs> yours too. Um, but I, I just think that this team, they're one year away from getting back to you know competing for that college football playoff if things progress the way they should and guys come back like they you would think they might. Um, but I still think this year they're going to get the double digit win win total and that's going to be the, the launching pad for the next season.
4: Great insight, and we're all hoping that that comes to fruition. <laughs> He's Matt
8: Preem. Uh, you can find him
4: on Twitter at PreemMR247. Also, of course, at Preem's BBQ on Twitter. we got a few more BBQ pictures for those of us that are uh, watching on the Facebook stream here live in the 1
8: o'clock hour. Sausage, pulled pork. Is pulled pork still the specialty? Uh, brisket. Brisket's the specialty now? I, I, I think brisket's always been my really my specialty. I thought pulled
4: pork was your was your claim to fame? Well, everyone, at re- least from my taste buds,
8: I've, I've I've heard mixed reviews. Okay, some some like the brisket more, some like the pulled pork. I more.
4: made ribs last night with, uh, and I had you in mind. What what kind? I did uh, baby back with a homemade barbecue sauce. There you go. They were they were well done.
8: If you really want to treat, do uh, beef ribs.
4: Beef ribs are. I have done them. Um, I did not bust out the barbecue last night. They were uh, oven roasted, but there's nothing wrong with that. Excellent.
8: Hey, there's nothing different than. Cooking it at 225 degrees in the oven than it is. Eh, you get a little flavor, you, don't you? You get a little smoke, but, I mean, you can you can manipulate things a little bit. True.
4: That's true. Hey, thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Uh, and thanks for letting us have some fun with some barbecue. We'll have you on again. Sure. It's going to be basketball season soon. Matt Preem (laughs) is our guest from DuckTerritory.com. Get your subscription for all your recruiting news. And the 24-7 Sports Network, man, they've got you covered. That is for sure. Coming up next, we're going to hear from Jim Mastro, the Duck running Running Backs coach. We did not get a chance to hear his interview yesterday. We have that for you after this here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network.
6: Wherever you go in Oregon, you'll find lottery dollars working because you're playing. Supporting what matters to Oregonians. From schools and job creation, to state parks and wildlife habitat, and now, veteran services and outdoor school. Win or lose, every dollar you play adds up to a better Oregon for everyone. The Oregon Lottery. Together, we do good things. At
1: McKenzie Willamette Medical Center, our focus is the evolution of emergency care. We're expanding our ER, giving you greater access to the care you need, from the area's only accredited chest pain center to posting our current average ER wait time and our commitment to the 30-minute ER pledge. We strive to give you more expertise with less waiting. At McKenzie Willamette, better emergency care begins here. We work diligently to have you initially seen by a medical professional within 30 minutes of your arrival, owned in part by physicians. Duck
2: Insider Duck Insider Duck Insider continues after this time out on the Oregon IMG Sports network
4: I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive
8: home I'm probably okay I open the window to stay alert Probably okay I just pop some gum in my mouth
4: Step out of the car please I probably made a mistake
5: probably
1: okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving if you see a warning sign stop and call a cab a car or a friend Buzz driving is drunk driving a message brought to you by nitsa and the ad council open calendar what's my schedule looking like next thursday you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between park and first street what no no that doesn't work i'm I'm busy then decline decline
0: floods don't exactly work around your schedule Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait, communicate. Get started today at ready.gov/plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
4: We are back on Duck and Signer, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Joey Mack here with you. The Oregon Football Coaches Show resumes on Wednesday. Wednesdays this year, down at the Cooler, Mario Cristobal and Duck players will join us. It's all brought to you by the Cooler. Wednesdays. Cooler, the number one sports bar in Eugene. My thanks to Jerry Allen and Matt Preem for joining us. Let's dive into some Oregon football interviews as we wrap up the week and really put a bow on fall camp. The Ducks went a little lighter today. A walkthrough as they start to look ahead now to game prep. Bowling Green is on the horizon eight days from kickoff at Autzen Stadium. We'll have a depth chart for you next week. Organizational chart, excuse me. As we go through things, as this coaching staff is going to call it, an organizational chart. Jim Mastro, the Oregon running backs coach, talked about the depth of his position group and some of the pistol tactics that he's brought to the Oregon offense. Jim Mastro meeting with the media, talking about those running backs.
7: It's been good. I mean, it's been uh, it's been a good learning experience for these guys. I think you know we're asking them to uh, have a football IQ they haven't asked, been asked to have in the past. And so uh, it's been a good experience, but they're picking it up well. And... Uh, doing some really good things
3: what's your expectations of tony brooks james where does he need to are his strengths and where does he need to improve
7: well i think being every down back he's never been asked to be in every down back and so you know we don't want to be in a situation where we're playing four and five guys a game so you know if he can be that one guy that'd be great but i think being asked to be a leader and uh, take a bigger role both mentally and physically in the offense and he's uh he's done well
3: you see as a guy who can take 18 20 carries a game regularly
7: Absolutely. I mean, you want yeah, you want to find a guy out and then roll with him. You know, if you can, you don't want to be uh, where you're just you know subbing by personnel or subbing by play. You kind of tip your hand when you do that stuff. You know, we don't want to do any of that. So um, you know, we'll see how they pick it up and kind of find a role for each guy if we have to.
3: Do you have a defined two behind Tony right now?
7: Say that again now? Do you have a defined second on the depth chart behind Tony. Well, we don't have a defined anything right now. I mean, they're all playing pretty well. Uh, they're all doing some really good things, and uh, like I said, because we're asking them to have such a high level, high football IQ. It just kind of just, uh, it just takes time. You know, once they get it, they got it, but we've got to make sure they get it. So right now they're all doing some really good things. With C.J. being injured a
3: little bit over the course of this fall camp, how do you think the other guys behind him have sort of stepped up or, or guys that are kind of in that
7: same realm as he is? Yeah, school? you know, we've asked guys to take a lot of reps during fall camp, but that's just that's just part of the deal. I mean, it's just you're never going to go through a season unscathed at that position, especially the way we're going to run the ball. So uh, you want those guys to be able to step up and perform when their number's called.
3: So you feel comfortable with that depth? what's that do you so how do you feel comfortable yeah, with I'm comfortable
7: you? yes absolutely
3: one more on tony brooks james i mean how do you compare him to some of the backs that you've you've been with and again what what is his strengths
7: well i have never had one that fast before okay. you know in my career so that's that that's a strength you know and uh, obviously when you could take a ball yeah. and at any minute go 100 yards 90 yards that's 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 unique you know so i mean his strengths are how well he's been, he's, he's been a great leader and he's kind of took on the role of you know, trying to be the guy, and uh, he's done some really good things. Is he's, he's, uh, from spring to now, he's came light years, and uh, that's kind of what we're looking for out of him.
3: Is he the guy? I mean, are you convinced that he is your guy here?
7: No, I mean best? it's just wide open right now. I mean, you know, it's just it's just too. I guess it's too close to call. They're all doing good things. They're all playing well. They're all practicing well. You know, we grade everything they do. You know, every practice is graded like a game, so we can kind of define define their roles. But you know, right now it's just. Uh, it's a wide open shot, and we'll see what happens next week. But
4: somebody's going to be the
7: guy. Somebody, uh, hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Are
9: starting to get a sense of how you're going to distribute the workload, the reps among the backs?
7: No, you don't know that until you get into a game. If you have a hot hand, you're going to go with the hot hand. You know that's just that's just the nature of the beast. But you know they all do some things well, and uh, you, you want to find a guy who can grind it out for you and, and stay durable. And it's uh, kind of what we're looking for right now. Who
10: among this group has shown the biggest improvement over the course of ball camp from last year to this year?
7: Well, I wasn't here last fall camp, but from spring to now, you know, Cyrus has had a really good fall camp. He's been asked to carry a big load, you know, um, with our numbers being down, and he's done a great job. Uh, he's a physical kid. He's a smart kid, and he gives you everything he's got, and that's all we, that's all we can ask. Have you
2: yep. had a chance to even take a peek at Bowling Green yet, or are you still focused on uh
7: Sure. No, we have. Yeah, we have. Over the summer, and yeah, we have. Uh, what do
2: you
7: Good. I mean, good. You don't know. You know, it's a new D coordinator, so, you know, you're just kind of looking at his track record, his past, but, you know, football is football. You know, bottom line is you got to line up, you got to block, you got to run, you got to tackle. So no matter who you're playing against, obviously you want to get some sort of head start. But bottom line is you just got to do those things well.
3: Coach everybody focuses on naming that starter, but could, can you see a situation where you, the versatility of two or three guys is such that you
7: use them all quite a lot? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's it's uh you know it's a like I guess it's a wide open race. I'm not really gun set on finding this is our guy. Now if somebody steps up and takes on that role, great. But as far as we go, it's just you know. Whoever can produce and do what we ask him to do in a certain role, we'll take it.
4: It's almost like Cyrus Bibilikio knew that uh, Coach Mastro was talking about him because that was the guy that photo bombed him <laughs> during his interview. Uh, Cyrus Bibilikio and Sean Kilpatrick also, of course, filled in for Rob. Not really filled in, more like stole the microphone from Rob Mosley and I yesterday for the Quackman. Is actually our best Quackman of the year. We do anticipate doing more of those on the at Oregon football Twitter account with uh, some player takeovers given a little bit of a different perspective on things. I think it's a good thing to do. That uh, assistant coach interview with running backs coach Jim Mastro is brought to you by the William Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center. Fight like a duck with cancer care you can count on. Up next, Alex Mirabal, the Oregon offensive line coach. We'll hear from him after this on the Oregon IMG Sports Network.
5: When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And OnPoint Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. OnPoint is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at OnPointCU.com. Betterly insured by NCUA Equal Opportunity Lender.
3: Hey, will you hand me a bag? Here's another can.
1: The founder of the Boy Scouts of America said the real way to gain happiness is to give it to others. Scouts here in Eugene are doing just that with Bottle Drop Give. The money they earn from collecting bottles and cans at football tailgates pays for scout trips and training. So do twice the good. Recycle your empties and donate your refund to a nonprofit like the Boy Scouts. Bottle Drop Give.
2: This is the Oregon IMG Sports Network. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SavedByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking. Now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, Visit SaveByThescan.org. It could save your life. SaveByThescan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban
4: Back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Joey Mack here with you on Twitter at Joey McMurray. My thanks again to Matt Prem of 24-7 Sports for joining us earlier and also to Jerry Allen, the voice of the Ducks, for joining us. we got a lot of Friday features coming up this season. I'm looking forward to getting to them starting next week, including our picks. Alex Miraball, the offensive line coach for the Ducks, met with the media, talked about a very diverse position group that I think has impressed a lot of people throughout fall camp. Alex Miraball meeting with the media, talking offensive line.
10: I mean, used to 90, 100-degree 100, 100 weather and having uh, sometimes in the 60s and in the 70s, that's uh, it has been ideal. So it's been good. Camp's been good. We've
4: heard Coach Cristobal talk about how he wants to rotate a bunch of different guys along yeah. the offensive line. How do you feel about the depth right now and the versatility of some of the guys on your line?
10: Well, that's a tremendous uh, one of the tremendous abilities that we have because of their intelligence and because of their flexibility, not only mentally but also physically, that we've been able to uh, uh, move those guys around because um, as far as the depth chart goes' it's, you, know, you want to put your best five guys on the field, and if your best five guys are five guards, and that 's what you 've got to do if your best five guys are five tackles, and that 's what you 've got to do you always want to if, if one guy goes down, you want the next man up to be the next best guy, not the next best right guard so um, you just got to move them around, uh, get them to be comfortable being uncomfortable you know by uh, moving them to different spots and stuff like that and you know you, Throckmorton every practice so far he's played four positions except for the left guard spot he's played all of them so just tremendous uh, credit to him um, you know and it's uh, you know ability durability flexibility those are things that are important uh, for playing along the offensive line so it's tremendous it just helps build up depth continues to uh, competition you know and uh, so it's 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 been real well for well for so us.
4: Like Calvin's been able to pick up some of the different positions. Well, up I
10: mean you're talking about a kid who's got a 4.2 in in school this is easy you know, this is, this is uh, remedial stuff for him. I mean, he's just tremendous, and uh, he knows that it, it just helps him become a better player because now he knows uh, everything that's going on around him, not just his spot, you know. Uh, so uh, he's able to play without blinders and be able to, able to see the entire field. So uh, it's been nothing but beneficial to him and, and tremendously beneficial to us too. So uh, he's, he's done tremendous at any spot uh, that we've put him at.
8: How does this line compare to pass lines you've coached?
10: Oh, heck. A lot bigger, a lot stronger, a lot more powerful. Um, just, um, it just tr- it's tremendous. It's a tremendous offensive line, you know, and uh, tremendous brotherhood that they have together. So, uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing them get out there on September 1st and going against opposite color and different schemes and uh, guys that move around and stuff like that. And I know they are too, but uh, it's tremendous. I mean, it's a blessing to be uh, coaching them. That's for sure.
4: How about Sewell? How much has he grown in fall camp, and what is his skill set for your
10: offense? Well, you know, everybody. Everybody knows. I mean, he was a tremendous recruit, right, and, and all that stuff, his physical gifts. And you see him move around. You see him jump. He's strong and all that stuff. But I'll tell you what, he's got a five-star, uh, five-star work ethic. and He's got a five-star determination. He's got a five-star uh, competitiveness about him. That's what makes him special. It's not the other stuff. I mean, it, it, that's what makes him who he is. And, uh, you know, uh, you, you see, if he gets beat on a play the next play, that defensive guy is in trouble because he's going to come back and, and get after him. Just he's so competitive, you know. He's so dialed in, um, you know. And he's just the, the growth that he's shown on the field is because he's grown off the field uh, in the classroom and stuff like that. He's just a tremendous football player, tremendous football player. So he's got miles to go still, uh, but uh, he's he's not satisfied with where he's at, and that's why he's to, he'll continue to grow as a player
1: you were in high school and you, and you kind of first got to know Mario, did, did you have any sense that he would you know, be a big-time head coach someday? or was it No, just...
10: I think he was going to be a Secret Service agent. I was going to be an engineer, and somewhere along the line that got lost. So uh, I, I did know this, that a, a guy with his work ethic, with his uh, mindset, with his toughness, with his dedication, was going to be successful in any path of life that he chose. You know, And a uh, uh, tremendous blessing to be able to see him uh, in action now as a as head football coach again, and how much he 's grown in, in the last twelve years uh, since being a head coach last you know i, I 'm privy to have been able to have been over there with him at the other place and over here now, and you can really see the growth that and, and it goes The human beings grow right i mean he 's grown uh, he 's got his family, but when I, when when we were together he had a, he had a wife, no kids now he 's got a wife, two kids you know so he 's grown in that sense he 's grown as, as as a head football coach so it 's tremendous to see that uh, but uh, you know he had those intangibles. Uh, as a human being, back in high school, to be successful in any walk of life that he chose.
1: What's it been like to, to reunite with him in, at Oregon, and, and you know, have this opportunity? You know,
10: it, it's awesome to be with like-minded people, uh, not only him but the rest of the guys on the staff as well. And it, it's it's been a it's been a blessing because it, it, it's it's going to be awesome to try to help coach achieve uh, the the goal that that he has set for this program. And it'll be it'll be nice to be along for the ride on that, you know. So it's 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 great. It's a blessing every day to come to work uh, with individuals that you respect and individuals that you believe in the same things that they believe in.
0: How how do you feel Dallas has been able to acclimate with this program? Obviously, switching
10: weather-wise, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot hotter hotter in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, than it is here. Uh, But uh, you know what? He's got such a personality. You know, and and, you know, going back to his relationship with Coach Cristobal, uh, recruiting him out of high school. That it, you can't just bring anybody, you can't just take any kid that's a graduate transfer and bring them into a program. It's got to be a kid that you know has the right personality, right uh, character uh, to be able to meld uh, with the locker room here, you know, and, and he's taken to, no, no pun intended, like a duck to water. I mean, he's taken to it uh, just, you know, he, he knows it's, he, he came in and fit in. You know, he came in and fit in, and they love him off the field, uh, not only on the field and in the weight room, you know, and he just fell in line, kept his mouth shut, worked, earned their respect. Uh, he, he wasn't given that respect just because he came from wherever he came from. Uh, he was he earned that respect. So he's fit in perfectly with that group. It has no no. There's been no uh, behind the scenes drama, none of that stuff, just because of again the type of person he is. And I would say that with all our, with our three graduate transfers, him, Hines, um, and Dylan, uh, all three of those guys, you, you got to make sure you do your background check on those guys as people. Because when they come into the locker room, I mean, you know, there's guys that have been here together, and all of a sudden you're bringing this guy in from the outside. How is he going to fit in? And all those three guys that fit in tremendously uh, just because of their personality, their character.
8: Do you feel like there's even, like, a bigger microscope on a guy that's coming from, like, the trenches of Alabama, like, like just kind of that? No, you
10: know what? Once you get out there, once you get out there, whether you're Pensacola coming from – from high school or your Dallas Wormack coming from wherever he came from or your me coming from Marshall or no, no matter what, it, it, as long as you work hard and you, you you don't care, you don't think about that. Like, I don't think about Dallas Wormack when I'm talking to him. Hey, you know, this is a graduate transfer. I just, he's just an office lineman that, that, you, that you're coaching, you know, and that's how they deal with each other, to be honest with you. But, you know, I, if there is a microscope, I mean, his personality, I'm sure you all have spoken to him before, his personality is tremendous. Coach,
4: jumping in Jake Hansen said his goal this year is to set himself apart as one of the best centers sure. in the nation. What have you seen him do to, to do that?
10: You know what? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't been here with him to see what, how it was in the past. I do know one thing. He's become a tremendous leader uh, uh, vocally, you know, which, again, get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's not who, he's, a, he's a pretty reserved dude. Uh, I would probably say kind of introverted. Uh, but that's one of the things that the strength staff, Coach Cristobal, Myself, Coach Woodle, we've kind of forced him. Hey, listen, you got your hand on the ball, man. You got your hand on the ball. You've got to speak. You know, you've got to uh, not only uh, lead by example, but every play, you've got to say, "Hey, give us the front, give us this, give us the calls, all that stuff." So he's grown tremendously, just in that aspect of it, which has helped him grow as a player. He's a tremendous football player. You know, you know what you saw in film and stuff like that, uh, playing last year, the last half of the year with that that hip deal that he had coming back from it. He's just a tough dude uh, that, that has now started to come out of his shell from a leadership standpoint. And hopefully, I mean, this, this program here, this program's had a tremendous history of centers, and uh, he, he's, he's, he's in line to be that next guy there. So he's tremendous. You're seeing the center come a little out of his shell. You know what? Absolutely, both those guys. I mean, both those guys. You're, right? Just like in baseball, you got to be strong up the middle, and those guys are strong up the middle. And, and that leadership that the, both of those guys have shown—they've come out of their shell. You know, just going out there and breaking down the team and doing the duck jacks and all that stuff. Stuff that, and you know, you got you know, hey Jake, you can't be the sixth in line when you're doing a drill. You know, you got to force him up there. And and he's taking that and he understands that and uh, just a tremendous football player.
4: Size. Were you shocked at how well he's moved coming in?
10: Uh, Well, you saw it on film. You know, you saw it on film. He he bends his ankles, bends his knees, sinks his hips. You know, uh, just plays with tremendous flexibility. Uh, It's. I'm I'm shocked when you get to see it in person and not on film. You know, Uh, but as far as like I said said before, it's just it's the other stuff, the intangible stuff, the work ethic, the intelligence, the desire, the competitiveness. That really is what sets him apart. I mean, it really is you guys all know there's a lot of four-star five-star kids in high school who come to college and don't do anything because they don't have those intangibles uh, where you can't get away with that in college if you don't have that. He's got that. He's got that. So his future's bright, he's still working, he's got miles to go, uh, you know, and, and we're, we're just excited to see how this you know the, the, the depth chart, the organizational chart, excuse me, plays out and stuff like that, and to see where he ends up on it. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him play, absolutely.
9: A lot about
8: physicality? Do you feel like your offensive line is there yet?
10: Well, you know what? We're there now uh, against our own people. It, it'd be nice to see them against Bowling Green, against yeah. Portland State, against San Jose State, against Stanford. That's the next step, right? The next step is to see them against people that they don't know. But I, I mean, we pound them about it. That's for sure. We pound them about it. We're, that, that's our pride. Everything starts in the trenches. So it just it, it'll, be, it'll be great to be able to see them do it against other people when they don't necessarily know what those guys are doing. Uh, on, on defense at that particular time So that's just the next step, that's the next phase of it to, to establish, you know, we tell them Coach Chris Ball says it, put your brand, put your standard On film, put your brand, put your standard On film, so what are we going to put on film what are, what, What's our next opponent going to see On September 2nd, I know we play September 1st I didn't forget that, on September 2nd when that next Opponent puts on your film to, to, to scout you and break you down Right, what do they see on film That's who you are, that's how physical you are Not what we say, we can say that we're going to be physical And all that stuff, what do we put on film that's what you are
4: that's Alex Miraball, the offensive line coach for the Ducks brought to you by the William Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center fight like a duck with cancer care you can count on Duck Insider today brought to you by the North Fork Public House a new Oregon inspired restaurant in Crescent Village here in Eugene serving locally sourced farm to fork grub open daily at 11 a.m. up next we'll hear as much of cornerbacks coach Dante Williams interview with the media today that we can get to as we wrap up Duck Insider for the week it's almost game week that's right We're back after this on the Oregon IMG Sports Network.
3: Everyone wants to give their kids the world, but sending them to college can seem overwhelming. I'm John Zeiser with Country Financial, and I get it. My wife and I graduated with college debt, and we didn't want that for our three boys, Anson, Paxton, and Hawkins. So we're taking simple steps to prepare them for college. And Country Financial can help you take simple steps too. Because whether you're our customer or our family, we want you to be successful. Find an authorized
4: representative at takesimplesteps.com.
6: Wherever you go in Oregon, you'll find lottery dollars working because you're playing, supporting what matters to Oregonians. From schools and job creation to state parks and wildlife habitat, and now veteran services and outdoor school. Win or lose, every dollar you play adds up to a better Oregon for everyone. The Oregon Lottery. Together, we do good things.
2: Duck Insider, your home for the latest news on Oregon athletics. This is the Oregon IMG Sports Network.
8: Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies, who do you meet? Answer. Men and women who played high school sports education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for they give us leaders we can depend on question so where will we find tomorrow's leaders answer high school
2: sports this message presented by the national federation of state high school associations and the national interscholastic athletic administrators association
5: why
8: was the basketball court all wet
4: Welcome back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. I'm Joey Mack. Dante Williams, quarterback's coach for the Ducks, met with the media today. Talk about the depth of his spot. Also got interrupted by the safeties coach, Keith Hayward, actually. We'll let you hear the rest of that, or hopefully most of that, as we wrap up the show today. Dante Williams, meeting with the media after practice.
1: What have you seen from amateurs kind of beating this young? New uh,
9: you know, what's good for our group is a lot of guys are stepping up being leaders because we are so young. I mean, when you look at pretty much the top guys, I mean, they're 17, 18, 19 years old. So they're going to continue to get better and better. You know, like their worst days is behind them because every day should be a little better than the day that they just passed. So I mean, I'm looking for him. I mean, I'm looking for good things from him and from everybody else in the secondary. So
1: it's going to be a good year. What has he improved on since kind of getting thrown out there last year as a
9: true I mean, the biggest thing with Thomas is playing every play like it's should last. So, I mean, having a every game, every play, every day mentality that, you know, it could be a last. So he's done a lot better with that as far as focus and the mentality that he, you know, he goes toward the game. The guys like... Thomas and DeAmador, what's usually the
4: biggest improvement you notice from year one to year two for a cornerback?
9: I mean, that's kind of what I was just talking about. Consistency is the biggest thing from year one to year two. Both of them being a lot more consistent, whether it's you know it's me, Coach Hayward, or anybody else. I mean, they both of them have truly brought it into the culture and the environment that we have here.
3: Next question, sir. Did you get
9: a haircut? Yes, I did. <laughs> I don't want to see this ball head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so are you guys done with fall camp or are you doing something tomorrow that is kind of counts as fall camp? Uh,
9: one of the biggest things here since we are a quarter school, fall camp yeah. really never ends. Okay. It never really ends until the first game. I mean, it's, it's still like, you know, it's, it's the NFL mentality right now until the first day of class. Just the simple fact is that you have so much time and football is pretty much the priority right now.
8: And so how do you think it's going so
9: far? Uh, I think it's going good. I mean, the guys, you know, we're healthy. You know, guys are energetic. They're happy to be here on an everyday basis. And, you know, usually fall camp, it is a grind. It's not for everybody. You know, this is a hard environment, especially during this time of year. And, you know, the guys have pretty much accepted it, and every position we continue to grow.
4: That's Dante Williams, the quarterbacks coach for the Ducks. he with the media today as fall camp continues. It's game week next week. Oregon volleyball is in action right now, and Oregon soccer also in action this weekend, both of them. Out in Nebraska, we'll have a full recap of the entire weekend in Duck Athletics on the show on Monday, and also we'll get ready for Bowling Green. Kickoff eight days away. Another week of Duck Insider in the books. Have a great weekend, everybody.
6: Sam Weiss was a quarterback, head coach, and broadcaster in the NFL. Last year, he became a heart recipient. And now I know what a miracle feels like. My new heart gave me a new mission in life, and that is
3: to get others to sign up to be organ donors.
0: There are over 130 million people that have already signed up be a part of that. Please sign up to be an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services,
8: Health Resources and Services Administration.
5: I rescued Toast from a shelter in
8: 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's
5: so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special.
8: Toast,
0: Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council.
2: Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in, like, forever. I get it. You're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I
1: can really
4: make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Many medicines used
3: to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit FDA.gov slash OTC Pain Info. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration.
2: been listening to duck insider on the oregon img sports network duck insider is presented by on point community credit union better banking local solutions with a special thanks to university of oregon athletics director rob mullins duck insider is an exclusive presentation of img america's home for college sports